Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. And by the grace of God, it is Friday, I should say, and we have a special announcement. But what this weather did not provide is a shadow or reason to hide. What? 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 Glad tidings on this Groundhog Day! An early spring is on the way! Hey, hey, and here's another announcement. Happy Groundhog Day. We're here with the most highly respected and incredible groundhog in the history of the world. And he saw his shadow. It was a beautiful shadow, and that means four more years of Trump. Hey, you know, I saw you my All shadow, right. too, Whee! this morning, and it was the greatest shadow <laughs> wow. in the history of the world. Yes. Crooked Joe saw his shadow and ran away from it. Yes. <laughs> Nikki Haley couldn't see her shadow because she was too busy in an Escalade. You know what I'm talking about. And everybody standing around, uh, Fonny Willis saw shadow because, you know, and she's, uh, you know. Chris Christie saw his shadow, but uh, NASA called it a solar eclipse. <laughs> but my shadow and this groundhog shadow are the greatest shadows in the history of the world. Yes. Four more years of Trump are on the way. There you go. Four more years to make America great again. Yeah, but you gotta, you gotta get uh, Nikki out of the way and it's not looking good for her in North Carolina. Here's Jim Gossett, by the way. Nikki will lose big in Carolina. Look at all the audio we're starting the show with today. Her home state isn't for her. Most of them abhor her. Just call me Jam Master Rob. It's gonna floor her when she winds up far behind. Nikki has clearly lost her mind. Man, that is pretty right there. Do you hear that? That harmony? Oh, my God. Nikki has no chance in Carolina. This is Jim Gossett, by the way. <laughs> She's going to lose so badly. Keith Wilson doing back. She's staying in so sadly. We got a band. Nikki, we would gladly like to see you quit the race. Or a Carolina thrashing you will face. There you go. <laughs> Welcome to it. How you doing? Uh, <clears throat> hope you're having a good day. I, I'm having a good day, I'll tell you. Today we had a, there was a guy at the house today because we're thinking about redoing some of the kitchen because I have the worst kitchen in the world. <clears throat> and I've had to deal with this dang kitchen for, uh, you know, a long time. So we had a guy there and 
And he came out and he kind of looked through it, everything. And, and there are these things called soffits in the kitchen. And a soffit is a waste of space. It's a, it's a build out in your ceiling that just way it's, it's like a, a, one of those sham pillows that your wife puts on the bed. If you're a guy, uh, you know, you got those shams and you know, you know why they're called shams? Cause nobody uses them for pillows. They're pillows that aren't pillows. They're a sham. And so the soffit in the kitchen, I'm talking to you people who've done home improvement is nothing more than a sham or a duvet cover for your kitchen. It's just there for looks. So my wife said, <clears throat> I kind of want to see what's inside one of those. And I said, well, since we're redoing the kitchen, why the hell not? So I went and got a hammer and I just drove it right through that soffit right there. And we get a big old hole. My wife is like, what, what are you doing? I said, we're redoing it. That gives me permission to destroy. So uh, I've had a good day so far. It was, it was wonderful. Poked a big old hole in the soffit and, and doing the show prep and everything. I mean, life is, life is good. I, I hope life is good for you. You know, the, uh, the unemployment numbers are out today, and my God, it was epic. Now, of course, we realized that uh, last year, I don't know if you remember this, but last year, <clears throat> the entire year was revised down. So we found out in December that the entire year, all of the uh, gains that Joe Biden had talked about with the jobs and everything that were caused by reopening business that had been closed by the government, uh, they were all a big lie last year. So they had to revise the entire thing down. So everybody's dancing around saying, oh, my God, we got all sorts of these new jobs and everything. Woo-wee-yee-yaha, that's fantastic. Well, uh, one of the big things is uh, government hiring. Yeah, a really big, large portion of that is uh, is uh, government hiring. Yeah, the group with the largest gain was uh, health and social assistance. I'm assuming because a lot of people can't pay the bills and and you know probably need mental health, uh, whatever. Anyway, uh, fifty eight thousand. Then you got your government, right? And then you got your uh, professional services, uh, temporary help. Yeah, so a lot of these jobs are temp, temp jobs because people can't afford to hire people full-time, and so many people are going to be laying off people this year that they're just going with temporary. There you go. Uh, employment declined in the transportation and warehousing and natural resources and mining. So, uh, you know, if you're thinking this is a great jobs report, I would say first and foremost, uh, there's a good chance they're over-exaggerating it because that's what they do. That's what the uh, Biden administration does. They're the ones who, uh, by the way, last year told you there wasn't a recession after two quarters of negative growth. But we all know that uh, two quarters of negative growth is a recession. So, you know, I mean, dance around, sing, and all that stuff. Government money is being spun, uh, spent like nobody's business is driving us into uh, enormous debt, approaching $35 trillion. Your kids are going to have to pay that back. And a good, a good share of these jobs are uh, government jobs. So, we who celebrate. And then they're this. Listen to this real quick. I sat on these stories from this week. And I'm not a big, uh, I'm not an economist. I've just been poor, like not that long ago. <laughs> been poor. Literally had to sell stuff to pay the rent, like my dad's retirement ring, literally just like six years ago. It was terrible. It was, it was dreadful. So uh, the compensation of uh, government workers rose at a faster pace than uh, workers in the private sector in 2023. So government workers may more, make more money. Government can hire ad nauseum. Uh, Joe Biden could just spend trillions of dollars or billions of dollars just to hire people, uh, IRS anybody. And then in the private sector, well, what's happening in the private sector? Well, let's look here. UPS to lay off 12,000 workers. Five months after agreeing to massive pay increase with union and, uh, and the stock prices plummeted. So there's a, there's a big old company right there that is downsizing. Uh, Ford is getting rid of, or I should scaling back their uh, F-150 Lightning. So a lot of jobs are being laid off there. You know, I don't want to be, uh, I'm not meaning to whiz on your parade or anything, but uh, if you think the economy is good, and they're going to do everything they can to make it sound like the economy is good, but you know as well as I do, um, it sucks. There you go. 
So <laughs> that's the way to start the, uh, the show today. A couple of other things I want to get to before we get into the uh, southern border. Uh, it looks like a couple of uh, Donald Trump cases, these uh, political indictments, and they are, they're political indictments. They are being commanded and controlled out of Washington, D.C. That's why Fonnie Willis got $14 million three years ago, which she summarily blew. <laughs> I don't know why I use that word. Anyway, summarily blew <clears throat> on, uh, you know, her boyfriend and stuff. Uh, but uh, the, uh, the uh, Trump verdict in the bogus New York civil fraud case has, has been delayed. Could be a last-minute letter from a former Clinton judge is the reason being. All right, this is according to the Gateway Pundit. Uh, it's unclear why there is a delay. However, legal watchers have speculated that it may be because of a last-minute letter from a former uh, Clinton judge. Barbara Jones, a Clinton appointee, said a January the 6th letter claiming the, uh, she identified certain deficiencies about a $48 million loan Trump received in 2012 related to his building in Chicago. Now, you know, the uh, judge in the case, Judge Ingeron, who is a, uh, uh, a troll, uh, Ingeron had already ruled that Trump engaged in fraud, ordered the dissolution of Trump's New York's businesses. Uh, the New York appellate court stayed Ingeron's order. Of course, radical Marxist Letitia James, the AG, who uh, bears a re- real close resemblance to a lot of these Soros AGs who uh, are being uh, shown to be complete morons out of their depth. Uh, she is say, seeking $370 million in damages. So uh, it looks like they're going to be delayed on the uh, <clears throat> the amount of money being awarded or whatever is going to happen. Don't be surprised if it's going to be like a billion dollars because these people are uh, D-words for Richard, and they are purely political animals. But it's not going to stop you and me, is it? No. Then there's this. Listen to this. The Trump election interference case in D.C. has been moved from the court calendar, postponed indefinitely by radical Trump judge and uh, Vulcan from Star Trek, Tanya Chutkan. Chutkan. That's why I say she's a Vulcan. <clears throat> she's a lot of other things. Uh, anyway, uh, Judge uh, Tanya Chutkan and President Donald Trump, according to several reports, the Trump election interference case in Washington, D.C. has been removed from the court calendar. Of course, Jack Smith, because he's a political appointee, and he they brought him from the Hague, where the Constitution has nothing to do with law, and frequently the, uh, the rulings uh, benefit the government because there's no First Amendment, there's no Second Amendment in the Hague. It doesn't matter. But the lawsuit was originally scheduled for uh, the day before Super Tuesday. So there you go. A little bit of good news, right? A little bit of good news there. A couple of things have been delayed. They wanted to hit Donald Trump with all of these uh, these big old uh, indictments, and they're trying to get one uh, one charge. And it, it's interesting because I was uh, went by my old workplace, by the Hendrick Toyota in lovely uh, Olathe, Kansas, and uh, stopped by and saw all the guys, and it was really uh, heartening to see guys who were, you know, busting their butt selling cars and all of that stuff, and and uh, had a little talk about. Um, the economy and and whatnot and and how things are going and and uh, well you know what I'm going to save I'm going to save that the rest of that story I think it's a very good story but I had a, I had a very good talk yesterday about uh, what's going on in the economy what's going on with uh, with cars and car sales and whatnot uh, but we will uh, we'll get to all of that and um, uh, and also uh, we had a nice discussion about some of these uh, these trials I I think what these trials are going to do is that they are going to uh, disappear from the counter calendar um, and. And, uh, and it, as I as I mentioned earlier, I apologize. I'm, I'm being distracted here by something. Okay, sorry about that. Anyway, so I'm, I'm talking to the guys at the uh, 
dealership. I, I have people in my house. Uh, I know that somebody just peeked in the dark. Uh, anyway, I talked to him about uh, you know what was going on with these cases, and and uh, one of the the guys at the dealership said, Rob, uh, it says you know they got these polls out that say if Donald Trump is convicted of one charge, then suddenly you know half the people won't vote for him. And I said to them, well, the reason why they're saying that is because the left leaning media who've been parroting these indictments are also parroting the possibility of one of those 91 charges sticking. And so these polls that are out that say that people are going to stop voting for Donald Trump if one of these charges, if he's convicted on one charge, and they say that, oh, yeah, everybody's going to you know stop voting for Donald Trump. I said to the guys at the dealership, I said, um, uh, if, if four indictments, if two impeachments, if a raid on Mar-a-Lago haven't uh, halved the votes for Donald Trump and haven't caused people to move away from Donald Trump and in fact only caused him to explode to the point that he had two uh, giant victories one in Iowa 99 out of 99 counties uh, then he moved on to uh, New Hampshire where he won the most votes ever cast in a new New Hampshire primary you combine the two of those the sweep hasn't happened 50 years all right and then you're telling me that despite all of that negative that has made him more popular and the indictments have made him more popular. You think that one conviction in any of those indictments is going to cause people not to vote for Donald Trump? Or is it going to cause them to be more popular? I would venture to say the evidence would say that it's going to make him more popular. So anyway, we had that conversation. There's some other things I want to share with you about the conversation. I'll save it till later. But there is uh, there is much. This is... Uh, uh, kind of interesting and, and i want to segue into the border and what happened in new york uh, a couple of nights ago last night i posted on twitter i said this is the straw this is the straw this this moment where we saw five illegals beat down two new york police officers who can't carry nightsticks anymore all right, because the, the idiots in charge of New York defunded the police, have completely screwed the city. You had a, a mayor who now is the ex-mayor, who's nobody sees him because he's such an embarrassment. He and his wife are such an embarrassment to the city. And then they got a guy in there now who used to be a cop, but it, he's, he's an idiot. And, and he's, you know, he's uh, one day he's telling, hey, we're St. Croix City, and the next minute we want him out of here. But we have police officers in New York City being beaten down by illegals, then arrested and released, then one of them flipping off the camera. And I said, that's the straw. That's it right there. Uh, end of discussion. Uh, all we want to do now is end this invasion and deport every one of these people from the country and i mean it uh all of you bye-bye there may be a couple exceptions you know whatever but here's the deal bye-bye come back in i was talking to my friend sam yesterday sam comes uh, he came here from africa uh sam akalagu is a hell of a guy he used to be my boss and uh and and i want to i'm going to share his story after the break here because he is an immigrant and he's angry at all of this illegal immigration and i might also add i'm sick and tired of uh democrats uh lecturing us on how valuable immigration is when most of us are the sons of immigrants we don't need your bloody uh stupid uh uh preachifying about immigration because we're the sons and daughters of immigrants all right you're not teaching us anything but our parents and grandparents and great parents grandparents came here legally 
So enough with the lectures. You're in no position to lecture. You're on the wrong side of everything. So we're going to get to all of this coming up. 800-922-6680. This, my friends, is a Friday edition of The Rob Carson Show. First 100 days of my administration, no one, no one will be deported at all. From that point on, the only deportations that will take place are commissions of felonies in the United States of America. So to be clear, only felons get deported and everyone else gets Period. to stay. Yes. What I would do as president is several more things because things have changed. I would, in fact, make sure that there is, we immediately surge to the border. All those people are seeking asylum. They deserve to be heard. That's who we are. We're a nation that says if you want to flee and you're fleeing oppression, you should come. Now, there is more evidence right there that uh, the border crisis was not created by climate change. There was no need to send anybody south. There was no need to have a border czar to go south and find the root causes of the border incursion because it was caused by that man right there. That man right there, Joe Biden, made this happen. This isn't about the Republicans refusing to pass his agenda. This was caused on purpose by this president. This should be determined to be an illegal invasion of our country, and the president should be held accountable for it. This is Representative Chad Wolf talking about uh, what caused this uh, this border overrun crisis that we have. To remember, uh, in the first 100 days there of this go. administration back in 2021, That's right. they uh, they issued 94 executive actions on immigration, 94 in the first 100 days, and it's clear that all of those actions, which yeah. tore down a lot of what Trump. Uh, yeah, it wasn't about uh, Republicans refusing to pass Joe Biden's uh, border proposal at all. They took down the effective policies and caused the climb or the uh, the border crisis intentionally. Administration did is actually the cause of this crisis, yeah, and so the yeah. best way to solve the crisis is to reverse those executive actions and go in the opposite direction. But they won't do that because they hate the country. It's not because they're stupid. Oh, no, 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 no. They just have a dream, and that is to fundamentally change America. But, of course, they won't do that. They've had three years to do that. Instead, they blame Congress, and they say, look, my hands have been tied for three years, which yeah. is a lie. Uh-huh. Sure. Then listen to this. And, and we're suffering a good share of indignities. You know, Joe Biden's got to go back to East Palestine one year after the train derailment that ruined the town. Uh, all of the people who had planned on using their home for retirement, they're worthless now. Nobody wants to move there. The water, the, the, the EPA says it's fine, but if you take a clump of soil and throw it into the creek, uh, you're going to see chemicals, right? So uh, he's going to go visit East Palestine. That's an indignity. All right, that isn't, that isn't help. Uh, you know, you may think it's about politics, and there may be a few people who don't know that he's been a complete jerk for a year with no help. But it's an indignity. It's meant to serve up an indignity. It's meant to tell the people of East Palestine and the rest of the country, see what happens when you don't line up on the right side? Yeah, you don't get anything. The, the government giveth, and the government taketh away. That's really what it's all about. Yeah, that's what it's all about. <laughs> Left wing. 
Four immigrants who assaulted two New York Police Department officers may be on the run to California. Oh, here, here. Send them all to Cali, baby. Woo! And then just wall it off with razor ribbon. After being released without bail, police reportedly uh, believe the uh, migrants hopped on a bus to Cali uh, Wednesday, giving false names to a church-related, uh, affiliated nonprofit organization that transports migrants out of the city. They probably get a whole bunch of money from the government for doing that. The four migrants were released without monetary bail after allegedly, no, allegedly, we saw it on uh, tape, attacked two New York police officers. One of them received a laceration on his face uh, and, a, and a blow to the head, by the way. So uh, normally in any sane country, these four jackasses would be arrested. They would be taken to Rikers Island. They would be given a brief hearing, and they would be deported without cause. I mean, there is cause, but deported to their country of origin or just to the southern border, but deported. And that's the way it's going to have to be in the future. But in the meantime, we've got to live the next however many months with Joe Biden in charge. And Congress had better start doing something about it because people are a little hacked off. A little bit hacked off. CNN has a report on it next. Even they're a little bit worried about it. Oh, we got to get to Ayanna Presley calling Walgreens racist. She could be in a whole lot of trouble. You can't just say a company is racist because you're throwing a little uh, tempered tantrum with a chip on your shoulder. That's all coming up. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hey guys, it's Carson. If you know me, you've known that I've uh, undergone a, quite a physical transformation in the last couple of years. And you can elevate your everyday wellness with the number one meal kit for clean eating and discovering new gut-friendly, healthy recipes every day. Choosing Green Chef means choosing real wholesome foods that don't just fill you up, also support a healthy lifestyle. It's more than just satisfying your hunger. It's about feeling good with every bite. Every nutrient-dense, science-backed gut and brain health recipe developed in partnership with registered dietitians that improve digestion, reduce bloating, also boost energy and immunity. I used to spend a lot of time wondering what I'd be eating for the next lunch or dinner with Green Chef. I already have a, a finished selection of healthy meals to choose from so I can focus more on the rest of the day. Now's your chance to save money, discover an easier life with prepared healthy meals in your fridge. Go to greenchef.com slash 60newsmax to get 60% off. That's greenchef.com slash 60newsmax. You get 60% off plus 20% off your next two months. Get your time and health back with fully prepared healthy meals at greenchef.com slash 60newsmax. Use promo code 60newsmax to get 60% off plus 20% off your next two months. Greenchef.com slash 60newsmax. It's Friday, baby. Come on. This is my favorite song ever. Show me how to live by audio slave. So Volvo, uh, it's not what you think, Hunter. It's a car company. Volvo, uh, an electric, uh, an early electric car adopter, is cutting off EV funding for its EV affiliate because nobody wants it. Uh, they're cutting off uh, funding to Polestar, the electric car maker it created with Volvo's Chinese owner, Geely. 
I guess it's Geely. There you go. Uh, not Geely, which is a really bad movie from years ago with, uh, with Jennifer Lopez. Uh, anyway, the latest EV entrenchment by the global auto industry. Also, uh, they have decided to cancel its initial public offering for the electric car unit. Ampere. That's Renault. Renault. Ha- yeah, I know Renault. Dear God, they make cars, and they're the worst cars ever. Renault. Uh, they're going to cancel their uh, initial offering for their car, Ampere. Ford is slash production of its... Uh, electric f-150 lightning which is just for posers because anybody who has an electric pickup uh you shouldn't have a pickup honestly uh you you did no he's mm, mm. somebody needs to have talk to you just pull you aside and say uh you know yeah that's a pickup and uh you can't do any work with that truck so why are you driving it there and there's there a little bit of good news a little bit of good news uh kathy hokel has changed her tune you know, now that uh, the, the I mean, it's obvious that the Democrat policy of Joe Biden and the sanctuary city policy of uh, New York City and New York State have failed. They've failed and they've become injurious to the population. But it really hit the fan when two police officers got the snot kicked out of them by five illegals. The city arrested them, released them without bail, and now they're heading to California. And people are righteously pissed off in New York, and they should be. Because look what New York City, these idiots in New York City, these Democrats, have done to the police who went into the t- Twin Towers with the firemen on October or on November, <sighs> September the 11th, 2001. Went in without regard of skin color and, and saved lives, and they were, uh, they, they have always been considered heroes. But defund the police caused them to be demonized and abused, and then ultimately, you have them walking around without nightsticks, and then getting beaten up by illegals, and then the illegals get off scot-free. That's enough. The, enough is enough. We're done with it. The left has not, you know, slapped the crap out of our military, slapped the crap out of our law enforcement, and this is it. This, this is it. I saw Curtis Sliwa, Guardian Angels, the other night. I think he might have been on Fox. He says, if the police can't take care of it, we're going to take care of it. And I think that's fine. If the police can't take care of it, then the people are going to have to take care of it. Because this is a bridge too far. This is the straw. Uh, we'll, uh, this is a report from CNN, starting off with Kathy Hochul, who was completely down with uh, illegals coming here because, you know, the Statue of Liberty, and it says bring everybody and all that. And, uh, and now she's having to backtrack, like she really supports the police. The back. We don't, we don't touch our police officers. We don't touch anybody. You don't touch our police officers. You don't touch anybody. Well, illegals have been touching the crap out of our people, our citizens, for the last three years to the tune of rapes and murders and robberies and whatnot. And you haven't said a thing about it until this because you know this is it. For the people of New York, this incident is it. It is a bridge too far. They've had enough and they're not taking it anymore. Thank you, everybody. I mean, we're hearing a change when it comes to immigration in general from President Biden on down. Do you hear her talk about that? Biden caused it. It is also directly related to the fact that these were police officers. Does that have any impact? Does that change anything? Uh, you think? Well, it's so complicated because, you know, you're a New Yorker. You move through the city every day. As this I- is John Miller. He's a chief law enforcement and intelligence analyst. I know, intelligence on CNN, it doesn't make any sense. I do. 
we see these people, we touch these people, they're out looking for work, they're delivering our food, they're at the gas stations and the car wash. Uh, I mean, these are- uh, You know who else does all that work? Uh, American citizens do all of that. Uh, I hate to tell you this. You know, I grew up on a farm in Iowa, and uh, uh, we didn't have a lot of illegals working for us. We did all the work. Yeah, and that still happens, by the way. All these illegals coming across the southern border are not the engine that uh, makes this country run, because that's already here. For people who came in waves, you know, 170,000 probably to New York City. Um, but within that group, this hardworking, you know, throngs of people in search of hope and a better life. Uh, doesn't matter. You're here illegally. There is this one percenter, you know, criminal element that looks at a different opportunity here. These individuals, I went over their rap sheets yesterday, mm-hmm. multiple charges, grand larceny, robbery, attempted robbery, grand larceny, grand larceny. Uh, this particular crew operated on mopeds and scooters. They were doing organized retail theft. They were doing snatches on the street, iPhones, iPads, clothing, so on and so forth. Um, one of just like they're doing in places like Washington, D.C., where they just drove a, a CVS out of business because they sat outside while their minions went inside, stole stuff, and then they sold it on the street. Yeah, this is the this is it right here. This is what America has become because of Joe Biden. That's it. Joe Biden, Alejandro Mayorkas, and Kamala Harris. That's it. But here's old Kathy Hochul a couple years ago making us feel real crappy for not allowing a wholesale invasion of our country. And the idea of the Lady Liberty in our Harvards, I talked to the young students about, has been the story of New York for 130 years, where people who left religious persecution or left war. Why, why are Democrats lecturing us? when most of our relatives are immigrants? Why are Democrats lecturing us on this? They also lecture us on how racist America is, even though uh, my generation left racism behind. Sorry, you're still racist, 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 racist. You know, whatever. Every damn country in the world has racism. But you you come here, you got a, a new generation of morons in charge, and suddenly, oh my God, immigration. You guys haven't even thought of immigration before. I mean, we're, you know, immigrants come here and they work. Well, no kidding, dummy. So did our grandparents. I'm so tired of being lectured by things that we already know because we've already been a part of it. We are in the fabric of society. Believe it or not, uh, most people are not the descendants of slaves and slave owners. No, they're descendants of immigrants because that's what we pride ourselves on. Stop the bloody lecture. Left oppression and left extreme poverty, like my own grandparents leaving Ireland with nothing, that is what we have always... Yeah, we, see, we don't need to be reminded because we all are very aware of that. Uh, honestly, we're aware of Stop trying to cover up the insanity of what Joe Biden has done to the southern border and the Democrats' defense of it. Okay, You may be trying to obfuscate or whatever, but we already know. We are proud of our immigrant heritage. We are not in any way, shape, or form jingoistic. We welcome people. I was talking to my friend Sam. Like I told you, he's, I think he's from Nigeria originally. Sam Akalago. Uh, my boss. I know, a black guy. My boss. And I wasn't even like uh, thinking he was racist or I was racist or anything. It's crazy. Didn't even think about it. Just an amazing manager and a really cool dude.
And he told me, he says, man, it was so hard, Rob. It took me three years to get a student visa here. It took me three years. I had to show them everything in the world. I had to be the best of the best at everything I did. And I came here and I felt such pride. I felt like I'd really accomplished something. It was a big deal to be welcomed into America. It was a blessing in my life. It saved me. It's a glorious country. I couldn't believe it. It was the greatest moment of my life. And yet you got five jackweeds beating the snot out of two police officers and one of them gets you know all of them get released with no bail and one of them flips off the camera how has that ever been right and how is that person not in jail in Rikers Island with deportation papers already there this is nonsense, and I think the American people are done with it. They're tired of this nonsense, and yet you've got people in Washington, D.C. that aren't going to hold Alejandro Mayorkas uh, accountable for this, which I believe is treasonous. When you let military-aged men into the country wholesale from countries around the world, it doesn't matter if they have a backpack and a gun on their back. It is an invasion of the country. This is, uh, oh, Jesse Waters last night. Because Congress, you know, had the opportunity to deport some illegals. Uh, some illegals, like, uh, you know, but they get D- DUIs. That would be, because that would be an abusing the privilege of being in the country. If you did that in France, you'd get your arse kicked out. If you did that in Mexico, you'd probably end up having all your money taken from you, get thrown into a third world hellhole, and then have to extort your way out of it, or be extorted to get out of it. Because that's how Mexico does things. But here is what happens in our in our Congress when Democrats are in charge. On crimes compassionate, according to Democrats, because yesterday, 150 House Democrats voted not to deport illegal aliens arrested for drunk driving. This bill, designed to scapegoat and denigrate immigrants, will not. S- no, no, it's not. It's meant to say that if you're not here legally and you break the law, you go bye-bye. Solve the serious problem of DUIs. The bill says that a conviction for a single DUI offense, misdemeanor or felony, makes you instantly deportable. Absolutely. And an admission to such an offense makes you instantly inadmissible. No questions asked. Bye-bye. And I hope my colleagues will stop referring to people as illegals. People are human beings. Break into the country. Okay, then I will call them super illegal human beings who shouldn't be here. Tree kick cops, drive drunk. Hey, you get to stay. Here's nine grand. Oh, and 155 House Democrats just voted against deporting illegals who commit social security fraud. Well, yeah, it's uh, for the Democrats, it's about votes, but for a few, it's about overturning the country. For the people in charge of the deep state, that's what it's all about. It's about fundamentally recreating America. That's what it's about. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, listen to this. This is the Chicago alderman. Did you realize in Chicago, when you go there illegally, do you, now I want you to think about this. Uh, if, if there are people in Chicago listening, uh, you know, particularly in bad neighborhoods, uh, what would you do with about $220,000 a year? You'd live pretty large, right? Well, that's what illegals get, technically, with all the benefits and everything. $9,000 a month for illegals, while the people of Chicago are uh, freezing, uh, while the people of Chicago can't afford groceries. Now, I've said this before. If you give me three meals, housing, child care, 
education, a voucher for $9,000. You know what? I come to Chicago too. And that's what they're doing. They're telling people and they're sending money back to Chicago, I mean back to Venezuela, to come to Chicago because they're saying, hey, the good times are rolling there. They're taking care of everybody. Now when we have, when we have Venezuelans that are driving cars, mm-hmm. where'd they get a driver's license? No, they don't have one. Where did they get insurance from? They don't have it. And then you have Venezuelans being caught with drugs and guns. Where are they getting them from? I had a friend who got uh, rear-ended and uh, and injured in uh, D.C. about 15 years ago by an illegal. No driver's license, no insurance. You're done. You're done. I, I actually was a, a, a jury member. I was going to be in the jury for a woman who tried to sue the insurance company to cover her claim because the illegal who ran into her didn't have insurance. And I said, well, it's not the insurance company's fault. It's the illegal's fault. So they kicked me off the jury. Oh, and then my house was broken into. Yeah, that was pretty fun. I was taking my daughter to daycare, and I get the alarm. And I go home, and a bunch of illegals had gotten into my house, stole all my mom's jewelry and all of her uh, you know, heirloom jewelry from her grandma and grandpa. Tried to steal the big screen television on the wall, but it fell on the guy's face and he had two handprints and a face print on the screen they found him driving around they had hit about a dozen houses in the hood they found bread sacks full of jewelry they recovered a little bit of it they were given court dates and they never showed up yeah yeah that's what happened to me that's my story and that was like 10 years ago let's go to alex in brooklyn hello alex welcome to the rob carson show Hey, Rob, thanks for taking the call. But are you serious? It costs $220,000 a year per migrant that we have in the $9,000 a month in benefits and everything to people going to Chicago. Illegal. So it's more over 100000 for sure, which is absolutely Oh, no, it's, it's, it's 24, what, uh, 12 months times? No, it's 120000 is what I'm thinking. Yeah, That's 120 k yeah, yeah, yeah. more than most people's salaries. I mean, really... If we aren't going to solve the border crisis, really, we we would be able to instead give money to the people living in Mexico and let's keep them there with their cocaine and fentanyl. If we give them fifty grand a year if they're in Mexico, that would be better than having them in our no, country you, here. You, even, you, you, that everybody just, would understand we shouldn't do, but rather no, like Alex, Alex, you, they, they just don't come here and they don't get a damn dime. And you take some of that money and you help out homeless veterans. How about that? Let me ask you this, Alex, because you live in Brooklyn. I agree with that. I'm just saying yeah, do you, what, that would look, make more sense. Let me ask you this. You live in New York. How was it greeted by the media and people that you know when uh, two police officers got the snot beat out of them by illegals and then got off? Uh, nobody was surprised. i got to tell you. Really? You set it up. Really? Really? Why? I mean, you've got all these illegal immigrants, and you have an open border that's inviting not only good people but a lot of bad people, um, and everybody knows about tons of criminals that are let out of Venezuela and into this country. So why shouldn't this happen? And we're going to see this happen more and more often. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we need a border wall. We need border security. And Texas just proved that a border wall works. He put yes. up those razor wires by, by his side of the border. And But in Texas, and there are less people coming across from there, and they're coming across in other states. So if we have the wall... Alex, and that's Alex I got to run. Listen, I got to run. Okay. I got to run. We're up against a heartbreak. I appreciate it, bro. This is the Rob Carson Show. All right, so if you go to Chicago, I, I had uh, juxtaposed a number 
but you get about $9,000 in uh, cash and benefits for going to Chicago as an illegal. Uh, if you look at the south side of Chicago, baddest part of town, by the way, uh, if you go down there, you better bust beware because there's a man there, and his name is Leroy Brown. All right, I'm just going to, that's something I heard. It's a, it's a rumor, but he's there. So he's a gambler. He likes his fancy clothes. But, you know, he likes to wear those uh, diamond rings and uh, uh, wave them in front of everybody's nose. It's just it is. But anyway, back to Chicago. Uh, 9000 bucks a month. $9,000 a month is what you get as an illegal. And uh, that would be $111,000 a year, I believe. I'm not great with math. But if I were a resident of Chicago, I'd be a little mad. I'd be a little mad. Uh, Chuck Schumer will jam the Senate next week with the long-awaited migration bill. Tens of billions in Ukraine aid. It is time to blow the phones off the damn hooks on Congress, in Congress, in D.C., and let them know we're done. It's time to become ungovernable. I'm not saying violent. I'm not into violence. But it, we have the power. We got Disney. We shut down Disney. We've shut down Netflix. We shut down Bud Light. We shut down Target. We're shutting down Hollywood and the mainstream media. And by God in heaven, we could shut down this crap too. And then there's Ken Buck. He is a uh, rhino from hell. From Colorado. He says, I, I don't see anything that Alejandro Mayorkas did anything wrong other than, you know, he ushered in all these uh, millions and millions of illegals into the country, which killed uh, tens of thousands of people because of fentanyl and uh, ushered in uh, tens of thousands of children to be sex trafficked and, and ignored federal law. But otherwise, there's nothing there. When you say solid no, you mean solid no. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not changing my mind. I have met with uh, Chairman Green from the Homeland Security uh, uh, Committee. I have met with uh, the staff. I have talked to outside constitutional experts. I've talked to former members of Congress about what this would mean for Congress. Uh, I, I believe I have done my due diligence, and and I am standing firm uh, at this point on on this. If there's some new evidence, I'm happy to look at it, but I don't believe there will be. I don't know what else evidence you need. I honestly do not know what kind of evidence you need knowing that military-age males are coming across our southern border. It is an illegal wholesale invasion from countries around the world. There is no vetting or screening. It has, it has jeopardized our sovereignty. It has destroyed our sovereignty. It has jeopardized our safety. It has caused the, the loss of tens of thousands of American lives. And yet we can't do anything about this jackweed who is the DHS secretary who created the Department of Disinformation, among other things. It's time for a wholesale clean out of Washington, D.C. Bulldoze it, pave it over, start again. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hey, it's Tony Marino, host of the wildly popular Newsmax Daily podcast, available for free along with Jerry Callahan, Rob Carson, and other great podcasts at Newsmax.com slash listen or wherever you get podcasts. All right, coming up at hour number two, what's the best way to get Fawny Willis's attention? Whip your subpoena out. And that's what Jim Jordan is. Yeah, she's in a lot of trouble. We're going to get to that. Ayanna Presley is calling Walgreens racist, which is going to get her in some bad trouble. And Lloyd Austin finally speaks about uh, going AWOL. That's coming around. Uh, don't go anywhere.